0: All right, everybody, welcome to a special Probe Report emergency podcast. We felt like we had to do one uh, around the passing of Neil Parrott, and that got a great response from everybody, so thank you for that. And, uh, you know, with some big news items as they might come along the way, this seems like a good opportunity to chat a little bit about it and give some voice to it and uh, and see what you guys think. And certainly we love the comments and and response. If you guys want to comment on the posts and, and give your thoughts on it. And the big news of today, of course, is Genesis reuniting. That's Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, and Tony Banks announcing that they will regroup for the The Last Domino question mark tour um, for, I think it's 10 dates in the UK, uh, end of the year on November, December. And, um, you know, this was sort of a not well kept secret. Um, you know, they were seen in New York. Uh, recently, and and so there's a lot of rumors. So we're going to talk about all of that and give the pros and cons. Uh, with me is Jeff Bailey. Hello. And uh, actually, a guy we haven't had on in a while, so we're happy to welcome back Prog Nick Hello. from South Africa. Hi, everybody. Um, all right, so guys, uh, you know, this is sort of big news in the prog world and, and in the pop rock world. I mean, Genesis were, you know, aside from being one of the great pioneering prog bands of all time one of the biggest stadium rock bands that there ever was yep and so this is legit big news whether the internet world wants to admit it or not and we'll talk about all the negative comments that we've seen as well but just your initial thoughts on it jeff
1: um well so the rumors started circulating yesterday and you and i were exchanging some messages and and you'll remember i was quite i was at that point i was a bit nonplussed about the whole thing because my expectation was that this would be you know a small number of shows in the stadiums of the world and i suppose excited that it was happening but i'm not a big fan of big stadium gigs i went to see phil two years ago i think in dublin in a enormous um enormous uh rugby or uh gillic football stadium and yep. um mike and the mechanics were the support mike was there he did his set phil did his set phil did follow you follow me invisible touch a couple of things like that and you know it was a great show but we were way way high up in the roof um you know and uh, you know it didn't really matter to me that phil was sitting down or not drumming it was a it was a good as good a stadium show as you would get and but then again the idea of genesis doing that you know possibly um but then whenever it became clear that it was going to be a small number of indoor shows in the uk and when the rumor list included belfast where i live i began to to get very excited at that prospect and in turn in that context the place they're playing, arena, uh, the arena they're playing in in Belfast, and hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get tickets for, yeah. is about a five thousand kind of cedar arena. It's a kind of no bad seat type place. Great sound, pretty intimate, um, as far as that size of venue goes. And so, when I heard all of that, I began to get um, more excited about it. And of course, the announcement came this morning um that proved to be true. So seeing Genesis in my hometown. Um I have seen them once before, um, which was on the Calling All Stations tour with Ray Wilson. And uh that was a really, really great show. And I mean I know that's you know a part of the the history that's sort of forgotten by the band. Um but it was a sort of career spanning set. Ray did a really good job, they did a really great drummer. Um but obviously this is the real thing um, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, really excited.
2: How about you, Nick? Well, yeah, obviously when the news broke yesterday, um, just just the mere mention of the word Genesis sent, sent tingles up and down my spine because uh, I've never seen them. Um, and just the fact that they will be touring again and, There's the possibility of seeing one of my favorite bands ever in whatever guise, in whatever form, no matter how much the music has morphed over time. I think just in recognition of what these three guys have achieved in the world of progressive music and music generally, out of simple respect and out of simple um, uh, recognition of what they've done, it's a big deal it's a big deal for me. I was peppered with messages from all my concert-going friends that that I I now attend gigs with, and it it was a big deal for them, it's a big deal for me, and I think it's a big deal in the world of progressive rock, so we need to give recognition to that, We, we need to give it the nod. For me, it's not really about whether they play the older material or the newer material, it's it's kind of like I think it was Francis Dunnery who posted. It's sort sort of like like supporting your family, just recognizing what they've done and and how important they are in shaping our own musical perspectives. Uh, it, it it's a huge deal and and yeah I I I think the the true fans will give them the nod and take a chance on this even if uh, then they're, they're more in favor of the older stuff than the newer stuff. Because I've got some feelings about what, what might, might result as the said.
0: Yeah, no, we'll talk about that. I mean, uh, you know, look, I, I, this is one of the, you know, special place in my heart bands from when I was a kid. It's one of my first favorite bands. And that was from the Phil Collins era before I discovered the classic stuff, you know, and um, to me, it's just immediately when I heard this news, I just got this great feeling and I immediately just had the urge to put on Abacab for some reason. You know, it was just one of those things. And um, I like all the eras of the band, man. I'm just, you know, I know people get hung up on it and they, they want to only hear Foxtrot and, and, you know, there's no better song ever written than Supper's Ready, but I can listen to just a job to do just as well. I mean, you know what I mean? I just, they are their own unique thing. They've always been, even in the eighties, they no one sounded like them. They they still found a way to do cool stuff within a four-minute song. Um, you know, so I, I don't know, I just don't get all hung up about it. And the crazy thing to me is is that this is a band with two still two really original members. One of the members that's been with the band practically the entire time 50 years, 50 years uh, this year going uh, right and and the three of them have been this form of the band for for 30 something years and it's and and then you have other bands that are touring the world i mean uh, listen yes does fine yes is what is yes these days and people don't don't complain nearly as much (laughs) And, and kansas kansas is is a phenomenal touring band right now with with Without Steve Walsh or Kerry Livgren for a long time, yeah. and Foreigner has no original members playing, and they sell out nice size venues. I mean, so how about giving some credit to the fact that these three guys? This is an original version for all intents and purposes, and it's crazy to me that it's even remotely considered a bad
2: idea. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get that either. I, I think maybe the fact that it's been what thirteen years perhaps is, is, is the distinguishing factor here. You know, It's it's a long time. Yeah, look, Genesis fans are huge and passionate. You
0: know? I saw them on the Invisible Touch tour when I was very young. I v- vaguely remember parts of it. Um, but then I saw them, uh, I did catch the reunion tour in 07 in New York and one of the most unforgettable shows I've ever been to, if not the best show I've ever been to. And um you know, look, I also saw Phil recently about maybe it was about two years by now since I saw the solo show. And I went into it sort of nervous because um, I love I even love his solo stuff of all the albums growing up. And I just think he's an amazing singer and songwriter and drummer. And I was worried about is this going to be any good him sitting down and it's going to look sad and pathetic. And man, from the first song, it was a great show. It was just great well, I because think- you know what? The songs are great i mean yeah it's the music and you just enjoy it he's he opened with like another day in paradise or something and you're just like all right i'm in from from the first two notes i was like i'm in it's great well i think i
1: think that's the thing you know um my my kind of observations on it are um you know we now know from the interview they did in prog magazine you know they have been together they, they have rehearsed they have checked to see will it work um you know and and rightly so for a band with a fifty-plus years credibility, they're not going to do something that is going to be flogging a dead horse, you know. So they've obviously tried it out to see w- will it work, and and reach that conclusion. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying cash grab. Well, you know, like the two thousand and seven tour, you know, they were playing eighty thousand. People at a cricket ground, I think Twickenham in London. You know, this this time around they're playing five to ten thousand seeders So you know, what if if it was all about cash? You know, it's 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 no more difficult to play a big show than it is to play a small show. Um, and Phil actually says in that interview, you know, he says something like, "If if we had to do it the way we used to, I wouldn't be do, doing it." But now. I've been able to do it differently. And I think that's kind of shorter runs. I think the other thing, you know, people are sort of going, oh, it's the greatest hits. I mean, look at at that 2007 set list uh, that they played, you know, they did in I mean, the Cage, was a great set list. and they did yeah. bits of cinema show. They did ripples. They did follow you, follow me. Firth of fourth. I think they did carpet um, crawl too. Didn't they? Carpet. They carpet en- crawl. They ended the show with carpet crawl. That nice. was the encore. Nice. You know, so these guys are are cognizant of their history. You know, when people go, oh, you know flogging the greatest hits?" You know, they know. You know, they know what their fans want, and I'm sure, um, you know, that they probably you know will play a set that spans their career i don't think they'll play, well i i, I was think initially thinking or you know
0: no the, i don't i don't think they'll do that but but you know they they used to do uh i think it was on the 92 tour they did a really cool medley, medley. which was yeah, yeah. uh right which was lamb musical, uh, box. musical box uh "Firth of fifth uh i know what i like and um yeah. uh, Dan- dancing on a volcano it was like those five songs I think if they throw that in, that's that's pretty much like a victory, right? Cause that, that's a good 20 minutes and it was pretty good. Um, I would just want to quote one thing, Hold on, uh, Nick, because uh, speaking of this, uh, in reading the, the, the press release this morning, because um, I, I sort of figured this was going to be mostly like invisible touch going in, that type of thing. But they wrote, but they said here, um, Tony Banks said, Nick is a great drummer. Nick Collins, Phil's dr- uh, son who played drums on his solo tour, is going to play drums. And he's amazing. He's a great drummer. Um, he says, Nick is a great drummer. and uh, He's capable of sounding like early Phil. Uh, for Mike and I, that was always quite exciting. It means you can play some of the songs that you haven't played with Phil as the drummer for a long time. We're playing old material, but there'll be some new old material this time, songs we didn't play last time.
2: I don't know. That gives me hope. That we might hear something cool. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, man. Uh, think about it. Here's this this teenage drummer, the son of one of the greatest drummers of all time. And, and, you know, Phil is openly proud of him, and rightly so. Um, apparently, he's capable of playing Los Endos. Um, and, you know, not for a second, do I think that they place up as ready? But, but uh, this is the capacity of this band that's going to be touring here. So, why would you preempt something that positive, especially when comments like that have been made by the band themselves, with a negative reaction? I, I, I kind of don't get it, to be honest. Yeah. I to me the alternative is like just
0: go away and don't play music. I don't know why that's a better <laughs> I, alternative. I, think, I just don't understand yeah. it.
1: And I think you know, they, I mean, they could have done that. You know, I mean, they could have done that because again, it's not you know, to me these guys are millionaires. They do they don't need the money. And I think I think you know, isn't I think earlier on there's a you know Phil says something in the press release about there were more reasons to do it than not do it. You know, now that's a kind of, uh, you know, a vague comment, but, you know, clearly this was something that they wanted to do. and uh, You know, drill drill back down into it. These guys are musicians at heart. You know, and I mean, most of us have, I mean, Nick has done more music than the rest of us, but, you know, there's a camaraderie of getting on stage and playing with those people um, who who you play with and who you've made all this great music with and celebrating it. And in, 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 let's face it, in these guys latter years. um, But, you know, you, you can always tell when you see these guys throughout the years together, you know, they they are and have remained friends. You know, Genesis never really had... You, you think of some of the, the, you know, the Jethro Tulls, the S, the bands that have had these big schisms. You know, Gabriel left, you know, pretty much because he wanted to. Hackett left because he wanted to. There's not a massive amount of bad blood in the way that there are in some of the aforementioned bands, you know, and um, you know, I think all of that is is a really positive thing, and I think I think you see that whenever you see the band,
2: and with, um, without playing. a doubt, to your point, Jeff, about the size of the of the venues, um, Rutherford was famous for saying, I think in the seventies, if I'm not mistaken, he, he was famous for saying, "Look, we prefer our audiences to be sitting." listening and paying attention. And yeah. and I don't think that kind of quality control has changed over the decades with Rutherford and Banks uh, yeah. and Collins. They, You know, these guys are the best at what they do. Banks, to this day, is as great a keyboard player as he ever was. And Phil sings brilliantly. And Rutherford is, is just a genius. Um, and you've got to trust in them and their legacy that they're going to deliver. And they're going to deliver a set which is going to be pleasing to most, if not all, of their fans.
0: Let me say this about the people wanting the classic lineup reunion. That is a wonderful fantasy to have. I think we all wished that we could go back to 1975 and see that lineup. But that lineup today wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. No. For for all that people want it. I mean, Peter Gabriel essentially turned his back on this band and this music, not wanting to even perform one solo, one song during a solo set for his entire solo career, basically. And he's, that's it. Like they're friends, but he doesn't want to do it. Him not wanting to do, it's not like he's out there performing Genesis. He hasn't wanted anything to do with this band forever. So it has not, so I don't understand why. Why doesn't that – why does that get taken out on these guys who do want to do it? And then honestly, if you want to see the classic music, no one – and that includes these three guys if they wanted to – can put on a better show than what Steve Hackett is putting on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. So that's there for you. I mean and he's touring relentlessly worldwide because those shows are so good. He is playing guitar better than he ever has. The band is incredible. Yeah. They do suppers ready, musical box cinema show. They do all the songs you want to see. And I don't think, I I don't think Phil, Mike and Tony with Steve could play the songs as good as Steve's band plays those songs today. So he posted, actually, we should talk about Steve Hackett's post where he congratulated. He said, good news for Genesis fans. Right. And then he said, uh, You know, while Phil and Tony and Mike will be focusing on the 80s, my band's going to be playing the stuff from the 70s, including Selling England by the Pound, which he's playing in full.
2: So our cup Um, runneth over,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't, you know, some people might take that as a shot at them. I don't think it is. I think he's just speaking to the fact, right? Like, look, I'm here doing this. They're doing that. Good for everyone. So, and I really, for me, that's how I would look at it. Um, You know, if I I think if you uh, only want to focus on that, that lineup that made those, those few albums back in the seventies that you're missing on decades of music. I mean, good Lord. That's, you know, I don't know. It seems silly
2: to me. Well, when they kick in with Abacab or Duke, I'll be as excited as as if I was hearing the cinema show.
0: Yeah, look, if they if the whole show, I'm not going to lie. I mean, if I went to see this, you know, uh, this tour that the reunion tour, and the and they played only two albums, Invisible Touch and We Can't Dance, I might be slightly disappointed in the set list. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but um, but I don't think that's going to be the case by every indication. So look, if I uh, if
2: I could write the set list, it's pretty obvious that it would be well you know what classic. let's why
0: don't we do that why don't we each why don't we each pick um you know let's let's just pick a few songs that we think they might play or, or we'd like to hear let's go around and,
2: and do that i think it'll largely be um the post hugh Pageum era if i can call it that <laughs> um you know i i think i think probably 70 75 of the show will be that stuff Um, from Duke onwards. Um, I'd be surprised if they didn't play the song. Duke, uh, I would have said Abacab, um, uh, probably Invisible Touch, some of that stuff. But I do believe, and perhaps I'm jumping to conclusions here, but I do believe that they've put this particular lineup together so that they can do some of the earlier stuff on which Phil's drumming was just out of this world, and that's where Nick comes in. Yeah. So I do think that we're likely to get a at least a carpet crawl, or carpet crawlers as some people call it. I I think that we're likely to get perhaps a Los Endos, um, and I think we might we might even get to hear a cinema show, um, perhaps dancing in the moonlight. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I think trick of the tail
0: stuff is is very possible. Dancing with the moonlight Night, I think, would be an interesting one to, to do in full. I don't think they they've always strayed away this lineup anyway from doing the songs that take a long time to get started. Um, not musical box. with the acoustic guitar stuff, musical box, cinema show, some of those things It yeah. you know they move sort of slowly for for this audience that wants the hits. And they've always done a good job of picking bits and pieces from those things to include them in the show in medley form. So I think we could definitely see that. I think you'll still see, you know, Mama, Home by the Sea. Um, last reunion tour, they skipped the whole Abacab album. So maybe they'll in- reintroduce something there. Yeah. I could see Abacab coming back into the set list. Um, I would
1: I would love I, – I think my – if I depict three uh, – I'm cheating – but um I would love to hear Dance in a Volcano. I think that's something that's eminently uh, yeah. d- doable. Time. Um I would love to hear Abacab, the song itself, because I'm pretty sure you know that wasn't done that wasn't done on the right. reunion tour, it wasn't done on the no, ninety two. They, no, they skipped it, the whole
0: it, they skipped the whole album. It was
1: done at I think the Invisible Touch tour was probably the last time it aired. And the other thing that that I would love is the um my, my first Genesis album purchase was Three Sides Live. And I, I, I was familiar with... Again, this is back in the day. I've said this before, where bands... You know, cool bands didn't really have greatest hits albums. They, so if you wanted to kind of get a good cross-representation of their material, you bought a live album. And Three Sides Live was my first one. And I knew kind of a lot of the famous songs. But the In The Cage in the cinema show keyboard solo into afterglow um afterglow was a show stopping moment and has been in their show i would i would love um to hear that um so that, those those would be that that uh, three sides live in the cage medley and again afterglow that would be my, my those would be my picks i think
0: i think those are uh, i think we can expect those I, if if i was going to go back to trick of the tail which i think we you know squonk might be an interesting one um or robbery assault and battery i could see oh, no, you know something like it. that you don't <laughs> I like robbery, i could see them doing it no, <laughs> they've, they've, Frank, they've,
1: Jeff, sorry man uh
0: well that that's a good one on seconds out and i could see them doing that but, um, but here's
1: but here's my thing i don't you know seeing this lineup i don't you know i, I don't i don't really i mean you were talking about um moonlit night i you know I, i'm not fussed about hearing phil collins sing that you know i'm a lot of the early stuff that i absolutely love i'm you know i'm not really that fussed on hearing him sing peter gabriel material you know i'm not i'm i you know i would rather they they do their stuff from the three four man lineup throw in some stuff as a as a kind of a nod back you know but back to what you said you know you've got someone like um nad sylvan and in uh, steve hackett's band you know doing that stuff and they do it incredibly well
0: um you know it would be great actually would be down and out from and then there were three that would be amazing i deep, don't think there's a chance they deep play that cuts. song <laughs> deep but that would be amazing I don't, I don't think um they
1: ever, even played that at the time didn't uh
0: i look you're gonna hear invisible touch tonight 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 land of confusion domino throwing it all away those five are off that album for sure yeah. Home I'm pretty by sure the you're gonna hear no, no
2: Son of Mine.
0: No son of mine, yeah. uh um uh maybe Fading Lights, they could throw that in. Um you know, then Mama, Home by the Sea. So that's a good that's a good half the set right there. I've got a feeling about Carpet you know, Crawl
2: too. Because yeah, yeah. I
0: think they could do I, that. I
2: mean yeah. you know, when they toured with Bruford, um Phil put his own slant on that song, and yeah. and it really was great. I I love it equally as much as the the Gabriel version. Yeah, yeah. So
0: no, I mean, I mean, look. If I think that'll be great. And Phil says in a quote uh, that I saw online that um, he wants to try and play drums on certain songs. Yep. So that could be cool, and and hopefully doesn't overdo it. And look, I think they're they're doing all of this. Uh, the right way just same way phil did the solo shows was also just a handful in the uk to start you know then it might spread to europe if these 10 shows go well and comfortable and then of course they'll come to the us i think that's all all in the plans um based on these shows going down well and um uh you know i'm all for it you know I, i yeah i just don't see the point in not wanting to see it you know i saw queen with adam lambert and for a long time i was anti anything without freddie mercury but you know what again once you got there and there's this big grand opening and then the guitar comes in into now i'm here and the, all of that goes and you just you get sucked in and you just enjoy yourself and it's and they're super respectful of how they treat freddie mercury yeah. um and, it, and it's a fin it's a phenomenal concert the show is the song
1: um, the show is the songs you know, and done, and done really well. And I think that's what we'll get on this tour. Um, fingers and, and crossed. And no doubt you'll
2: get a very high production value as well in terms of lighting and staging. For sure. No doubt. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a lot of stuff coming down this year already. This year's been off to a, a, a pretty crazy start with this news. And there's some, uh, some great albums coming down. Kansas just announced a new album, um, which looks like it's going to be great. And... uh and look, again, that's just speaking about them again with this. I, I got a chance to see them live recently. And, you know, I, I watched an old vi- I watched some recent videos of Kansas on, on YouTube just to sort of compare. I wanted to see like because obviously I didn't get to see the band in the 70s in their peak and a phenomenal band live. Right. Just Steve Walsh, Liv and the, the whole thing when mm-hmm. when they were at their peak is just, man, that's a that's as strong a band as you could ever find. Um But then you saw some videos later on in the nineties and stuff and they, they weren't great, (laughs) you know, (laughs) being honest, it just was not, it was not as good. And uh, then I saw them recently uh, with this current lineup with Zach Risby on guitar and Tom Brislin now on keyboards and, and uh, Ronnie Platt, the new singer. And it, it is fantastic. It is an incredible, awesome live machine they play all the great songs, Song for America and all that stuff. Um, yep. And again, so so sometimes it's just the way of these musical cycles need to be. I think it's better to have these bands and the music existing for people that didn't have a chance. They were born later. Yep. You know, yep. my my son is young and he loves Kansas, so he's going to go see that show. And that's just encouraging the music to keep existing. And I think that's... That's what you need. And you can't just dwell on it Steve Walsh not being in the band because he's not in the band. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. So
1: and the other thing to bear in mind, to quote one of their song titles, is it's not about us.
2: (laughs) 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 Nice Jeff. (laughs)
0: Shout out, shout out to the Ray Wilson era. There you go. (laughs) Who uh who we love. And uh, you know, anyway, thanks uh for listening. That's all we have to say about this this reunion and and uh you know go listen to genesis enjoy it uh we'll talk to you guys again cheers everybody
1: thanks guys bye